Hello. Hello. I, you know what? I find it appropriate that you used an accent for this recap. Why is that? Don't push it. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about my, my recent traveling uh, to the UAE and to the Maldives where yeah, there were buddy. plenty of accents around. You came back so fucking burnt. Well, yeah, I mean. But crispy. It was fucking hot as balls. I'll take a bite out of you. Okay. So coffee crisp. We talked about <laughs> that. <laughs> I think we also talked about music and how fucking all the reprieve of old school music coming back and how it just transcends time. It really does. It's fucking amazing. Music is like the thing that can make people happy, sad, mad, whatever, in an in instant. It instantly changes people's moods, which is the only thing that I know that does that. Wow, we really talked about cultures in this episode. We talked about yeah. music. We we're just so. I think we talked about people. like like pop culture, like yeah. like you know, we're, we're like an Us magazine, literally, but for your ears. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna title it that. I love that Us <laughs> magazine, but for your ears. Okay, um, so go and listen. Yeah, go and have a listen. You like it, and don't forget to come. Okay. Alrighty. Bye bye. Bye. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hello Goodbye. Through an unmarked door and down a hidden stairwell lies a drinking den. This underground basement bar features seasonal cocktails, snacks from Dankmart, VIP table service, and DJs for late night entertainment. The artful design of Hello Goodbye creates a comfortable and intimate escape from the ordinary. HG is located at 1120 Hamilton and open Thursday through Saturday, 10 p.m. till late. For more information and booking tables, please email hello at hellogoodbyebar.com or at hellogoodbyebar on Instagram. Let's Damn. do the motherfucking thing. Hello, oh, everybody. So Welcome that. back to a brand new episode of PNC Akio. Host Nut Clarity, episode 20, season two. Oh, baby. Welcome to the show. Everybody. Welcome back to the studio, buddy. Yeah, thank you. You look thank a little, you. Uh, a little sunburnt. Yeah, it was hot. A little extra crispy. It was hot over there. It Where was were hot you? Over there. Where were you? I was in. Um, Where's your rich ass Abu- at? <laughs> I was in Abu Dhabi and okay, um, the bouge, Maldives. Bougie. Let me tell you. Yeah, tell me, buddy. The, Let me hear about your trip. I want to hear all about it. The UAE is fucking beautiful, first of all. What does that stand for? United Arab Emirates. For those I of you at home that don't know. <laughs> Wait, I actually sure. have a question. Is that the country? I think so. Or is that the state? I think that's the country. Okay. Again, I don't know though. So is Abu Dhabi in the UAE? Correct. Okay. So is Dubai in the UAE? Also correct. Okay. Are they close by? Yep. It's like Whistler to Van. Oh wow! It's like an hour drive. Oh. And the highways there are like, you could roll a pebble or a marble down the street, and it would it would be no bumps. It's like so smooth. All just flat land. Yeah, and like it's and it's beautiful. Like everything is so clean. I didn't see any homeless people. You know the buildings are pristine uh, like the everything about it just blew me away although the price of everything kind of warrants it you know what i mean i'm like, just gonna say i think the homeless people there would be like ballers here maybe but i didn't see any i mean there's also like 40 fucking degrees at night so yeah. i don't know if they could survive like they, i was staying right outside a soccer and tennis pavilion and there were soccer was games that on purpose no oh no but the <laughs> soccer games are going on at like 11 p.m because that's you know, would drop from like 40 to like 35. Right. So something like that. Cause you can't play in the middle, middle of the day. Cause it's so fucking hot, but like their whole, I did a post about it. I mean like their sporting facility, everything there is top line. Like, you know, whether food, their malls, it's creme de la creme. 
the hotels, buildings, architecture. It's like so beautifully done. There's a guy named Imar, which you see his name everywhere. Imar on top of every single building. Like this brought to you by Imar, 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 Imar. This motherfucker must be like a whatever, like a trillionaire. Like there's yeah. so much shit out there. You would there. think that we'd hear about this guy more often. Yeah, but that's the funny thing. It's, it's so, you're on the other side of the world. Like I'm literally 12 hours behind <laughs> or 11 hours. So or ahead, I mean, so. Well, I'm like probably as far away from Vancouver as I can get. Um, But the culture out there is very different. How so? I mean, I don't think I saw one gay person. Really? And I think it's because like their laws and shit are a bit archaic and a bit, you know, all the women like it's, you know, have you seen Sex in the City when they went to have? I have. Oh my God, I love it. That shit is accurate as fuck. You had a butler? No, no, An Indian butler? No, I didn't. I I didn't stay that bougie. Oh, okay. You're not that rich. Um, No, no. (laughs) I'm not Prince Rich. Um, but all the women were in full, fuck, I, I don't know what they're called, to be honest. Um, like, I don't want to call Full cover-ups. Yeah, full cover-ups. Um, some of them, you could see, like, their face. Some of them, you could only see their eyes. Mm-hmm. But what, they could accessorize, though. So you can see that they're wearing fucking Prada shoes or uh, fucking Louboutins. With and, the fucking and their, their, their purses. Their, yeah, exactly. Like, they're fucking balling out with their fucking accessories. Their yeah. fucking Chanel glasses and shit. But... I mean, it's kind of cool because you don't really have to worry about your outfit because your right. outfit is your outfit. Like it's like most of the ladies were in black full cover ups. Yeah. And there were stores where you can buy, you know, designer ones, or maybe not designer ones with patterns or whatever. But for the most part, it was all black and um, they just accessorized the shit out of them. That's fucking kind of dope. It's super dope. Yeah. And they went to a mosque and because I have tattoos, I had to buy one of those things. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, that's going to be my Halloween outfit. Oh my um, God. Okay. I don't know if that's the best thing to do here in Canada. You know what? I'm going to go on a little... Yeah, I, cancel, people want to cancel me for for a Halloween outfit that might... Again, you know how I always say intent is a big thing. I'm not intending to mock anyone by any means or matter. Mm-hmm. And, f- and the fact remains, I wore that into a mosque. So but if I can wear it into my... a mosque on Halloween in, in Vancouver? Well, I mean, I'm entering church in a way. Like, we're going to one of our clubs, which is like church to me. No? Uh, <laughs> I see where you're going yeah, with that, yeah. but I, 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 hear, I, to, I hear what I you're saying. I have to just give you a warning with that one. Yeah, but do you think? But do you think, for me as an African American male, I've had friends who are white who dressed up as Little John for Halloween. I think that's kind of fucked up. I don't think so. I personally don't. I right? mean, I don't think it's like but I just don't. Greater community would like for yeah, for but, instance sure. when. Um, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when he dressed like an Indian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. As like, but if, he, if he dressed like Aladdin or Mr. T for Halloween, like, so I what, think where a difference is. difference between, because I've seen white people dress up as Prince, for instance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's some people who do the black face where they fucking draw on, you know, black yeah, yeah, on yeah, their yeah. face. And there's some people who dress like Prince, but don't change the color of their skin. I so, think there's a difference between that. Sure. So if I'm not dressed, I'm not painting my face and I'm wearing the full. But I outfit. think it's because, I think. In countries like Dubai mm-hmm. and Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. that's a religious thing. They cover yeah. themselves for a religious reason. For example, when you're going to a mos- into a mosque, yeah. you're covering yourself for a religious reason. That's why I would be. But I don't think it was a little, for all the women. Like it's, it's a cultural thing more than a religious thing. Okay. I think. Okay. But again, like I mean, fuck. <laughs> like I could say that about anything. I could see like uh, you know a guy like a guy dressing up as Cindy Lauper or Britney Spears. Like he'd be like, oh my god, you're assimilating a trans woman. Or like you know what I mean? Like yeah, where yeah. where is the line? Right. You know what I mean? Like oh, if you're gonna if you're gonna be an asshole about it and dress as blackface to be like degrading, then yeah, 
mm-hmm. and that's not cool. So you, uh, when you <coughs> saw the picture of Justin Trudeau with blackface, yeah. you didn't feel a little bit. I did not. Interesting. Because he, I don't, I don't personally feel that Justin Trudeau is a racist at heart. Right. I feel that he was dressing up as Aladdin or whatever it may be. I can see both sides of the argument, and I get into these conversations with people all the time where I can see both sides of the thing. I'm like, you have to be one or the other. I'm like, why? Right. Why can I under? Why can I understand both perspectives? Why? Like it's too much bullying. It's either you're part of my tribe or you're against it. When I'm not, I'm like, I'm just whatever. I just believe in what I believe. Can I ask, like when you were in high school, yeah. something I was accused of a lot because I think I also am the same way where I see both sides of an argument and yeah. I never like to choose one side. Yeah. I was accused a lot of the times by close friends to always be riding the fence. They always knew Nolan would always be on the fence. Yeah. When you were in high school and you had issues with friends or not even in high school, maybe after high school, whenever yeah. it was, and you never chose a <clears throat> side, never was like cutthroat, never cut people off yeah. on behalf of some of your friends, were you looked at as different or were you looked at as not like not being a good friend because you always rode the middle? It's a different time. I mean, to be honest with you, like I didn't really, um, that those things weren't a thing. Right. Like if you, like, no, no, you didn't really have to be one way or the other. You could just really? exist. You know what I mean? Like this cancel culture or like the, I don't want to call it bullying, but like kind of what you're referring to. His people like saying, if you're not with me, you're against me. It's if you're not a gang gang, you're an op. Sure. Yeah. Um, that no, that wasn't a thing. So um, and it's weird. I don't really agree with it today because I don't understand why it's not like you don't have to with your good friends. You don't have to value the exact same things. You don't have to have the exact same opinion on everything. You don't have to vote the same. You don't have to, you know, shop at the same stores. You don't have to support the same politicians. You don't have to do all that shit. So yeah. I don't know why I feel that there's that thing that humans, some humans have where, you know, they need that validation in numbers. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So like if I, you're fucking all simpatico, bro. I love you. Um, so like if you, (laughs) so like even with the vaccine, you'll see it like, are you not vaccinated? I can't believe you. It's like the same thing. It's like, you, you don't need to be part of the fucking herd. You can, you can make your own decisions as an adult for whatever reasons mm-hmm. that are true to you and just live your life and be happy because that's you're really only responsible for your fucking life. Agreed. You know what I mean? You and can never, you can have your own individual decisions yeah. and choices. And so I think it's a reflection, like what you're talking about, I think it's a reflection of, of those people's insecurities in their decisions. They're like, I need more people to validate how I feel mm-hmm. and if Nolan is going to be on the fence... Um, then he's, not I don't, sh- he's I don't a shitty friend because he yeah. doesn't support me. But Yeah, but that makes, I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. That makes no fucking sense. I think it's such a sign, it's such a sign of uh, <clears throat> maturity yeah. levels for sure. You don't really see a lot of people like that outside of high school. That's why I did <clears throat> the initial comparison. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough though. Like I think social media plays a role in it too because like you're just exposed to more opinions and more fucking anything <laughs> you know what i mean like hate social media hey i don't hate it i just hate when it's used improperly i hate when like people see something like for example this like dr- cultural appropriation or whatever you want to call it and, like mm-hmm. everyone's hating on it and if you don't hate on it too then you're all of a sudden a racist it's like okay well it's halloween you're supposed to dress up as a witch so dressing up as a witch are you anti-witch are you appropriating a rich is that inappropriate because a witch witches are it's a real subculture witches so, are people right <laughs> so i mean i don't know but anyway back to dubai uh super dope i think you would love dubai i loved okay. abu dhabi because it was more chill dubai went to the mall and the mall is literally like the size of a small city it's crazy 
It's like Abbotsford. And it was so (laughs) fucking busy. It's like High Street. Yeah. It was so fucking busy. It was insane. Like, there. What are the COVID rules like? In Abu Dhabi, they had you. They you. If you're a visitor, you had to have your uh, vaccine and your PCR test to go into malls and restaurants. You had to show your test. Yeah, but in the, in the Dubai mall, it's super. So I haven't been in that kind of. It felt like Metro Town in Christmas. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. It was oh, rammed, yeah. and I'm like, and no, they, they couldn't check because it was just too many. Do people. they have a big population there? I think so. Or does I mean, everyone just like to shop? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of tourists, and it was so it was so busy, man. It was crazy. And then we right. went out to Bagatelle, where I showed you, I post, tagged you in a couple of posts, where you know customer service was so on point. But like I said, everything was so fucking expensive. Each, you know, what was a bottle dumb like? I don't know. Our, our bill was like, fuck, I want to say like ten grand or something. And oh we had like we only had one one point five liter of dom, and like. I ended up order by accident a couple hundred dollar cocktails. I'm like, yeah, a couple, couple hundred dollar cocktails. No, a couple one hundred dollar cocktails. Oh, like, of like, like they were they came to the table. I'm like, oh, as soon as I see this motherfucking come to the table, I know it's gonna be expensive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know how high is to make that salad in front of you? Yeah, it was like that, but with like a like a um, so they make tequila the martini. Yeah. Oh wow! And he had a class of Zool. I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and the bill got the bill got out of hand. But it was a good. time. You already knew from the black and yellow. I mean, yeah. the blue and yellow, the blue and white. Blue sorry. and white. It was it was expensive. But there's also quite a few hooks in fucking Dubai. And it what was do you mean by hooks. You know what I mean by hooks. <laughs> oh. And like there was, was a, it a spicy trip. No, no. I mean they were just there. It was like we were just like people watching, and like some of them were like they're with older. Not so attractive gentlemen, and they'll be looking over, and like one one girl was like, like Eastern European. She was making that you know that that blowjob motion oh. with her tongue is up, and like, and then she came like they all laughed, and then she came back and dropped off her phone number at the table because oh we were like popping bottles and shit, and like you see all these other tables with older nasty dudes and these like younger Russian looking babes, and it's, it's a pretty interesting. Um, are they hot? Yeah, they're very attractive. Interesting, but so you really the, get the banging your buck over there, hey. Well, I mean, they are, they're making some fucking bank. I've Like, it's it's it was weird. It's just a different culture, a different lifestyle over there. But the vibe was so much more relaxed than Canada. Like, the customer service is on point. There's so many different cult, like, uh, like you know, French people, Americans, Canadians, Europeans, um, English people. So everyone was so chill, just having a good time and dancing and happy to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no tension at all in the clubs. Um, and we went to a couple. Um, we met this guy, Vladimir. Okay. He reminded me a lot of you. He Let's was like, go, he was the fucking man. Like my buddy from here, like made some calls and Vlad got us into like one Oak at like two 30 when they were closed. And we party there for like an extra couple hours. And he like knew everyone. He was like shaking hands, calling people over, drank this fucking bougie ass vodka named like fucking what was it called like uh savorsky or some fucking bougie like beluga or something crazy beluga. like that some crazy fucking vodka where i'm like this is, looks like shit and as i looked at the bill i'm like oh shit, this is not shit and it, but it tastes pretty pretty clean too yeah um but again i mean the city was just so beautiful and architecture was amazing um but the uh, not seeing any gay people and not and not seeing women out of like i mean all the tourists are dressed however they want to be dressed it definitely was a bit of a culture shock. It was weird. It was, I'm not going to lie. It was like, you know what I, I heard? I feel they're like, like oppressed or something. I heard that like, and this could be total fucking bullshit. Say, yeah. But like, there's a, there's like a rumor that like, if you go to, um, these countries yeah, and you're gay, yeah, you can easily find men 
Yeah. But the things that you'd have to do are like, and like they're like there, sexual like things, sexual things. Yeah. Are like fucking out of this world. Like they'll want to shit on you and stuff. Oh, I yeah, can but see you that. Get the bang, but it's for like hooks. You know what I mean? Mm. Like get hooks. Yeah. 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 And like you go there and they'll, they'll want to like shit on your chest or something or like, yeah, you know, I mean, so they're there and they love their little like skinny, skinny little Twinkie boys. Yeah. 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 And you know, fuck, you can make some real good money. I could see it being <laughs> like, it's kind of like a, like a classy Vegas. Really? Yeah, Vegas, you know, has its trashy bits and, you know, that so American can you bullshit. drink in the streets and stuff? Like, no, and I'm talking about more like like the nightlife, like when you're in the clubs. Yeah. And it, was that like normal? Was that like outside, like like clubbing here kind of? Or was it a little bit more? That's definitely elevated. Definitely more elevated. Do but I mean like in the rule sense, like can you be ratchet or no? Well, it's still COVID. Like the one, like the doormen were telling people to sit down every couple minutes, but... You know the guys are spending like twenty grand. The 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 bag of towel we were at, I think I I estimated they sold like two hundred k that night. Wow, American, like our bill wow. was like eight, and we were one of the smaller tables, and yeah. there was like a ton of tables, and they're really all about that conspicuous consumption because every time someone gets a bottle that's you know over a thousand, I, I'd say they have a show. Whether it's like they play the theme from fucking. Um, Bay Baywatch and all the girls would come out in those red bikinis, and David Hasselhoff would come out in a thing. They play the theme song from The Mask, and a guy Jim Carrey dressed up as Jim Carrey. They play the Joker scene where he's dancing down the stairs, and a guy in full costume would be fucking handing over the bottle. And so, no matter no matter what was going on, the music would stop. They play this theme depending on what everyone was wearing. Yeah, and everyone would be like looking like, oh fuck, where's that bottle going? Where's that bottle going? And it's like a performance. And no one really cared about the music stopping because there are like, there are catchy theme songs that everyone knows that you probably don't hear on the regular. Because what was the crowd like? Um, mixed bag, older. Songs, all those songs you just mentioned, I don't know. Yeah, you, you might recognize them if you heard them. Yeah. Um, like, I think they played the Superman theme once, and Superman came out and shit. And you know, da 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 da. Or maybe that's maybe that's that Star one. Wars. I don't know that one. Anyway, a bunch of movie themes and TV show themes like that you'd probably recognize at least the tune of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone like the crowd was good. I was a little older for sure. The women were kind of you know nineteen to thirty, and the men were kind of thirty to fifty. Makes sense. Yeah, but everyone was paid there for sure because that shit wasn't cheap. Um, and then How another did thing. How you feel? Uh, I mean, I was. I feel, I Does it make know. you feel intimidated? I don't feel intimidated. Nah, I mean, I just do my own thing. I, it, <coughs> it is what it is. Like I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not really there to floss and flex on anyone. Like I know I can't. Like I'm not a billionaire. Like yeah. I'm not. Like when I'm like looking at these like these fucking prices. I'm like, okay, let's get a, a soup and um, <laughs> and a Pellegrino, please. And is a bread free? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but. Another place I saw was this Arabica coffee place. And I'm not even a coffee guy. Mm -hmm. And this place made me love coffee. So much so that I called the head office. I'm like, can I open a franchise in Vancouver? Like, Really? I tasted this cold brew and it was like an experience I've never had with coffee. Really? So fucking Why was it good. so good? I can't even tell you. Maybe the bean. I have to try this. It's made in, it's, it's a company from Kyoto, Japan, interestingly enough. Interesting. And it's and the branding is so dope. It has like the percentage sign is like their brand, um, and it's a whole kind of like you know not hipster coffee like we have here at like you know um, uh, like in Gastown. Yeah, not like yeah. those. Not pretentious. Like at all. Yeah, exactly. Not like that. Um, but the coffee is bomb. 
Yeah. And it's so and good. And you are. You're really not. No. A, and I have now become, I went to Miele before here and I am, I'm buying a, um, a coffee maker, like a legit one because I'm so <laughs> enamored with it. Did you order, did you get any beans? Did you get any beans? Yeah, I bought some beans, but probably only enough for like 10 cups. So, and they don't <laughs> You're going to have to go back. I know another guy that's opening one in Whistler, so I might have to like just get it delivered Arabica? down there. Yeah. Oh, so he's opening a franchise. Yeah, but he's been doing it for three years, so who knows when it's going to come. But if it opened here, I mean, it's a bit bougie. It's like $9 for a latte, but it, it tastes Starbucks, like $9. You know what I mean? It's not the same price at Starbucks, though. It's like, I think Starbucks is like 6 or 7 so you're paying like a, Oh, wow. Yeah. But the difference is, no, but I say it's like 10% difference in, in price. It's like 100% difference in taste. Right. It's worth it. Oh, and this wow. is coming from a guy who doesn't know shit about coffee. I just know what tastes good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just a Tim's guy. Yeah, well, fair enough. But this is it <laughs> so good to me. This will this will change your life. Interesting. So if I uh, get a franchise, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, and another thing that was really dope was the shopping. The shopping there was amazing. Like our hotel was attached to this fucking mall, and like one side of the mall was all your typical fucking high end shit: Chanel, Dior, Bottega, uh, Blahnik, all that shit. And then I couldn't for the life of me. I'm like, there's a Lululemon in here. I'm like, what the fuck. And it was? Yeah. And it was on the other side of the mall. And then everything the everything in that side was more like Adidas, Lululemon, Gap, regular shit. And there's the, a gap in Dubai. Yeah, I bought some fucking they have You're like, the, Yeah, that's where I brought all my clothes. <laughs> dude, I'm I'm saying like Gap and Zara on the other side are way better than the Gap and Zara here. I'm not surprised. It's like their style. I don't know what I think I don't know if it's like each region has a different kind of feel for it, but yeah. like I bought some sweats from the Gap there. I'm like, these are fucking sick. Like, they're dope. <laughs> and I bought a bunch of stuff from Zara, and that was dope. But Lululemon was, like, twice as much. Like, a, a pair of, like, those shorts were, ask. like, 120, like, Canadian. And they're, like, 60 here or 70 or something like that. So I'm like, nah, I'm good. I can get this. But Chip Wilson, good for you. <laughs> fucking, yeah, fuck. You're making some money, dude. That, um, that brand is, is amazing, especially to be over there. Um yeah, so it was a really good trip, and then the Maldives, like, they speak for themselves, but to be honest, um, from where we live on the West Coast, Fiji is just as good, if, if, if not a little nicer, and easier really? to get to. The only thing is that they don't have the over-the-water... Um, not yet. Not yet, but Business I mean... Business venture. Yeah, right. Those, I mean, to get, like, eat, there's so many different islands over there, so... Yeah. To have these, like, our island had, like, five restaurants on it, great Wi-Fi and all that. So to build that infrastructure on a fucking island you could walk around. Like, we all had bikes, little bicycles and buggies and shit. And there was, like, literally black tail sharks, which aren't dangerous, I was told. Like, swimming underneath our fucking our villas and shit. So it was pretty surreal. Like What an incredible experience to have. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Except for, like, when swimming every morning and some got caught in this weird current and almost had, almost Little didn't child. make it back. It was fucking scary. You did? Yeah, and then surfing, it was a whole nother experience where these, like... Wait, 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 wait. hold up. Let's square back here. You almost died? Well, I mean, it was just hard. Like, so, like I was swimming out, I'm like, this is so easy. I'm like Michael Phelps in this fucking shit. I love <laughs> it. And then that's probably because I was swimming with the current. Right. <laughs> then I turn around to come back and I'm like, hmm, it feels like I'm not moving very far. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it gets windy and then I only breathe over one shoulder and I kept on like getting waves hitting at me. So I was like swallowing water when I was swimming. I'm like, fuck. So I had to breathe over my other shoulder, which takes way more effort. And I felt like I was kind of in a washing machine. So I was kind of getting seasick because my body was like getting pushed around. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and at one point I'm like, holy shit. Like, this could be the just end. fucking take ten strokes at a time, buddy. <laughs> just like you're not you're not going to drown here in the Maldives. Like, yeah, this is not going to be a good look for anyone. 
horrible way to go. <laughs> but then I went surfing, and that really fucked me because I got caught on this wave, and I, I didn't even stand up. I was like pushed on the wave, like body surfing or whatever. And then there was this place. He's like, "You can't go here. It's the wall. You'll get sucked in." So I, I was riding. I'm like, "I should. I gotta get off this thing." But I can't even see the water's flashing at me. What do you and mean the wall? Like that's what they call this area where it's like basically. Is it a con- wall, like wall of? Um, well, it's, it's getting close rocks. to like yeah, but it's also like where the current just breaks. Over and over and over again. <laughs> so I get in there. I'm like, fucking. All next thing I see is the instructor coming out, and I see his face. I'm like, this is not good. He's looking stressed. He's like, fucking paddle, get out of here. So I'm paddling, and then I'll paddle five feet, and then a, the waves aren't even that big in this area, yeah. but they're big enough to push me back. Right. So I, I'm paddling for five feet, getting pushed back seven. Paddling for five, <laughs> pushed back seven. Oh so God. I'm getting deeper in it, and I'm low enough to the ground where I can stand up, but it's all coral. And at this point, I've been pushed back like six times. I'm like, fuck, I got to stand up. So I'm standing up now. My feet are getting all fucked up because I'm like, I, well, I have either I'm going to get smashed into this fucking face or drowned by this right. water or I'm going to have to stand up and kind of walk. So long story short, I felt like 20 minutes was probably like four. I've just hammering, try to paddle out. And then when you're paddling against the water and these little three foot waves hit you and knock you back every time, it's the most discouraging, humbling shit ever. Of course. Um, and so that basically ended my surf day because I was just fucking like first two waves. I'm like, holy shit, I'm good. I'm turning and shit. It's fucking awesome. So the water's so nice. And I got caught in that by accident. And then I gassed myself out completely. Uh-huh. Got back to the boat. I tried to stand up. My back just seized up because I guess like I didn't, I might have hit a rock when I got turned over or something. But right. like at that point, it's like survive or, or die. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. didn't feel that adrenaline was kicking in. But I got out and like it just just shows you how strong the water is. I'm so yeah. glad you're okay. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, but I swallowed so lots, I swallowed a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, it was um, yeah. I always say you know there's no point in living if you can't feel alive. Um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, right. Wait, we should get that for up here in neon. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. No know. point in living if you can't feel alive. Enough the you know old man uh, CEO will. He was be just asking me. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Well. Very clever saying. Fuck, let me write that down. Um, another thing that was interesting is that, especially in the Maldives, there are so many different people that we met, like from the Portugal, um, a lot of Russians, English people, a couple North Americans. Um, and the thing that was interesting was that almost everyone kind of spoke English, mm-hmm. even though there was a second language, and it was kind of a common thing. And it was really interesting watching like the wait staff talk to you know Portuguese people who were... English was our second language too, and try, watching them try to communicate because they're both not speaking their first language. Right. But what do you think? Like, what do you think is the most commonly known phrase in the world? Like, what? Like, what do you think Where people can bathroom? say? What do you think people can say in the most amount of languages? Where is the bathroom? You think so? Or, oh, the co- most common like, most common phrase that you can say in every language. Yep. What is your name? Mm, interesting. What do you think it is? I think it's like, um, thank you. Like how many? How many? Okay, langu- yeah, yeah, true. Like how many how languages can you say thank you in? Let's go. Merci. Tanavad. Yep. What's that? Uh, in Hindi, I think. Okay, cool. Um, thank you. <coughs> yeah. See. Uh, what other language do I know? What is it in Spanish? I feel like you know this. Gracias. Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese is domo arigato. Domo arigato. Yeah, I think that's the most common. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, I think um, in Chinese it's. I don't fucking know. But anyway, that I think, you know, I think because that's the most I, I always hear people say, thank you, thank you, thank you, 
and cute and different accents, which was pretty cool. Um, another thing that was really good about the Maldives and the, probably my favorite part was the whole island was maskless. Okay, so what was that like? Um, it was like liberating. No, but like when you're entering, yeah. what were the rules like? You have to like... <clears throat> well, you had to have a PCR test. Yep. And then say where you were staying and fill out some like there was like each each like in dubai they had their own thing and in the maldives they had their own like so nobody uh, can en- really enter with with having covid no well i mean i mean there's like maldives i think was 96 hours before so you could catch it but most people probably were safe and immunized i think you had to be immunized too um so you felt pretty safe and you know honestly i don't really give a fuck either way like you know i i get it I, you know, I mean, we've talked about this so much, but um, it just was nice to like be able to like see everyone's face all the fucking time and not have to feel hot in like 35 degree heat right. with your mask and have to remember to bring it for every dinner. And it was just nice. You know, it, it felt feels like normal again. it feels normal. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to when that's coming back. So, I mean, there was some good news I released today about um, standing and dancing. I don't want to jump the gun here, but um, I'm hopeful that, you know, by end of the month, Halloween-ish, there might be some bumping and grinding bumping going on. Grinding. Maybe be with a, masks. It could be a body ween. Yeah, it could be a body ween. You heard it here Ooh. first, guys. That's a, we'll see what happens, but um, don't hold me to that. But I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that we're getting closer and closer. And, you know, being in the Maldives and even in Dubai, and you know, everyone was, it felt more cohesive. Mm-hmm. Everyone felt like... Again, there was no tension. Yeah, everyone was like happy and stuff like that. Then I got back to, to Toronto, and that experience was a, a whole other thing. And you know, everyone talks about how bad Air Canada is. I've never personally experienced it until last day, yesterday. Um, but I saw a buddy in the lounge, and he had a mask on. I was like, "Hey, Aki," I'm like, "Hey, dude," and then he pulled out his mask. I'm like, "Oh, Hawkshaw, what's up?" But that's the thing. Like, I was just was it was just nice to not have to like not recognize people because they're always wearing masks you can see everyone's face you can see them smiling right you know everything was that was, was, was a lot better you're never really sure if someone's smiling at you or just yeah, you, a different can, face. you can kind of tell with their eyes you know what i mean yeah but like i could make a really like stinky face and it was your, look the same yeah. if i was making a smiley face really? what if someone was like you know hating on me yeah yeah like, i mean I that's fair enough but that's you know, i guess that's one of the benefits of uh, anonymity with the a mask, mask maybe yeah yeah. But fuck, and, and then Toronto, like... <laughs> I, I like it now because sometimes I'm walking on the street, <clears throat> and for some reason, I have this weird thing that when I'm walking on the street, I look really weird, and people look at that. Like, they look at me and be like, oh, this guy's walking really weird. And so I like to have my mask on because it kind of, like, hides your face. Wait, because I'm getting used weird? to it. Yeah, because I'm getting used to it. Like, the anonymity. Anonymity? Anonymity. Yeah, I mean, it's... It kind of, like, it's my protection. It's, I mean... When the mask mandate goes away, you can still wear it. I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. Really? Yeah. Okay, you'd be one of those guys. Um, I had a fucking my first Karen experience, too, in, in Toronto. Some old lady was, like, following me around for, like, I got out of the bathroom and she was behind me. She's like, I'm just behind you. I'm like, cool. Well, I don't know what you might do. <laughs> I don't know. Then I was on the phone, and then, you know, with the mask, it's kind of hard to yeah. talk. So I took off my mask on the side, and I was in the corner of the lounge. And she's like, I'm behind you. I'm like, okay, well, go around me. She's like, you really should have your mask on, you know. And I was in the middle of leaving a message and I literally stopped the message. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. And like that got caught on my message. I'm like, sorry. Uh-huh. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> um, ignore that bit and come make sure you call me back. It's a cute Tyler. 
Um, but she was like, and the, it was so condescending. You called her a fucking idiot. Yeah, I was. She was. I, I was. This is like I got like we missed our flight by four minutes because security was a fucking nightmare. The Nexus line was three times as long as the regular line. They f- opened all my duty free shit for no reason. I got there still ten minutes to spare. Didn't make the flight. Ended up missing the flight for six hours. So I was in a shitty mood. Like I literally wanted to like rip shit off the walls and I almost did, but then I'm like, this is not going to help me. So, um, you wanted to act out. Yeah. I didn't want to get arrested. So I was in a, in a bad mood and yeah, she was just like so rude about it. I'm like, first of all, in this lounge, you had to have a vaccine. Everyone has to have a PCR to travel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everyone in there is eating, sitting down with their mask off. I'm in the corner of this fucking room. I'm leaving a message on the phone. Which you can why, obviously tell. Like, what is your issue? Like, why, why, why are you going out of your way to be a fucking cunt? Mm-hmm. I was so rattled. I wanted to call her a cunt, but I didn't. I just called her a fucking idiot. A fucking idiot. Like, it's any better. Yeah, it is, I think. <laughs> and I was just so mad. Like, and, but this, this is a whole thing. Like, I don't, like, I heard something interesting on Joe Rogan uh, the other day. And I know there's a lot of controversy with, with, with the VAX mandates for um, hospitals, um, government workers, you know, I hear a lot of, you know, like Delta Airlines, one of those American airlines have canceled a ton of flights because pilots and air control, traffic control guys aren't down with having to be mandatorily vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a lot of it's like that, um, you know, you have to get this vaccine because I told you so. Right. So like that, that, it's, it's that kind of shit. And my no question one's being is clear about whether or not. Yes. Yeah, like do it. Do why, it. Why you're getting vaccinated. Yeah. Governments are like and, and employers are like just do it because I say. And my counter to that is, or my, my question is, do you feel that um, people that are opposed to it are taking a stance of like, well, you can't tell me what to do versus the science behind it? I right. feel it's getting a little bit, you know, playground-ish, you know, like kind of like a bully, like do what I tell you to do. And then people are like, you can't tell me what to do. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so, no. So it I'm feels like, do it. yeah. So it doesn't seem like it's really, a conversation that's going to result in anything positive? Well, I've heard that um, they're starting to roll out the third vaccine, like the third vaccine shot yeah, the like booster. booster or whatever. Yeah. And just from that coming out, everyone I've talked to is saying, no, yeah. you got your fucking two. I'm not going to do more than that. Like, there, uh, people are like, dude, at this point, we have to question your guys' fucking, like, ability yeah. to think of how this is working. If nobody's yeah. saying COVID anymore, if our cases are down, why do we have to get a booster? Yeah, I mean, if you, but the whole, like... Do it because I told you. Well, you can't tell me what to do. That's a situation that plays itself out time and time again in elementary school playgrounds. Mm-hmm. And teachers, I, I remember I did a pro year in university, and I saw that several times. And we sit those people down, you know, who are children, and kind of be like, well, let's figure this out. Let's talk about it. Instead, you can't just, like, stomp your feet, do what I'm telling you to do, and you just can't do it because, because uh, um, you know, you can't tell me what to do. It's like if we stood back and looked at it like objectively we're kind of all acting like fucking children children mm-hmm. we're not really having open dialogues and conversation it's just like it's really running into a wall on both sides mm-hmm. and you know i think it's not going to be good for either party like it's it's, it's just going to be fucked up and round and round we go like i mean in school, like if this happened with children, as adults, like as parents, like we'd sit our kids down and be like, okay, well, little Johnny, like, why you do want, why, you know, you had a play date with whoever, like you can't say, oh, you, you can't play my video game. 
and you know what I mean? It's just like, it just seems so childish and like bully, like all the shit that we learned growing up has seemed to come full circle and we're just acting like children again. Right. Which is disappointing. Can um, we ever really not become children though? Yeah. I mean, if you, yeah. Like, it's Can we ever really, really grow up? Yeah. We still have rules and we still have other shit we have to adhere to. So it's, 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 it's very interesting to hear, you know, that commentary, you know, like do it cause I told you so. And like, you can't tell me what to do. And then that's, the stalemate that you're at. Right. You know what I mean? Where, where do we go from here? I don't fucking know. Um, people are quitting their jobs and the fucking people... record numbers I hear too. Really? Which is scary. And that, I don't, I want to get your thought on this as a young person. Like, so uh, people are saying, you know, they're demanding more money. Um, they're sick of companies taking all the profits and all this. And, you know, being on, I've been on both sides of that. And I can, under, again, like, <laughs> like I usually do, I, I, I ride the fence. I, I can see both sides of the argument. But I mean, when people, especially in certain industries, when they're demanding more money, you have to realize that to open a business is a huge risk, um, costs a lot of capital, and sometimes margins in, in, in profitability are super thin. Right. So if you, you know, you want a 25% raise in your, in your, in your, in your um, hourly wage or whatever, and you're only making 5% profit, you're fucked. It's over. Mm-hmm. And I, my worry is that these people aren't thinking like that because they've never probably owned their own business. And if you demand that going from, you know, where you were to where you are now, there's not going to be many businesses that are going to be open. Right. And the only ones that are going to survive are the monster, you know, conglomerates like Cactus and Amazon and all that shit. So, and those are the ones that are, you know, those are the ones that are getting are always in the press, you know, like fucking fuck their, people over. fuck people over. Right. Whereas the mom and pop shops, the smaller operations, are not and those are the ones that are going to get hurt the most so mm. uh it's again it's just people i with the same with the vaccine argument like i don't think people are taking enough time to really have conversations with business owners and be like okay listen i, I can appreciate you want more money but from the the business cannot afford it right like we've had these conversations all the time with people coming back it's like we're in so much debt coming out of this pandemic mm-hmm. and you want more money? Of course you do. Everyone wants more money. I want more money as an owner. You want more money as an employee. However, like, if we cannot operate because we're overpaying everyone, then you're not. You're going to be out of a job, and then then where do we go? Right. You know what I mean. So I think it's kind of scary to me how people how many people are quitting their jobs. So I just feel like out of out of all of this, the one thing that kind of strikes or goes home strikes home is how insecure our jobs really are yeah you know and like how that income can be taken away from you so quickly if we have another fucking pandemic and i don't have something else besides working in a nightclub and can i have to stop like what the fuck am i supposed to do save some money bro oh well exactly but but you know like back when pandemic first hit yeah i was younger i didn't have that mentality so it's like why would you what the fuck you know, I, yeah, I depended on the government, but like yeah. I can't do that every single time. No, and I, I mean, doubt the government's gonna allow for that to happen every no. single time. I mean, like I've pivoted too as a business owner. I've I've kind of gone to some other things that are COVID proof, quote unquote, just to make sure that if this goes sideways again, I'm not gonna be losing money. I'm not gonna be fucked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but at the same time, like yeah, people are quitting their jobs, and I think they are thinking that there's power in numbers, and that enough people quit that there will be they'll be able to demand higher wages which 
I don't know. We'll see what time will tell if that works mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Especially now that we're kind of getting out of it. Um, you know, there's always going to be young people that are hungry that maybe have never worked before that will work for $20 an hour plus tips. Like, and that's another thing. Like when the hospitality industry, you're working for minimum wage hourly, but that's not what you're depending on. You're depending <laughs> on the gratuities. So I do kind of have an issue with, you know, hospitality workers demanding $25 an hour plus their grat. You know what I mean? Because like, your your hourly is really you know five ten percent of what you're fucking making right you know what i mean and to hurt the small businesses by demanding that like you know depends where you work obviously but some of these grats are you know you're walking away with you know i don't know aggregate fifty dollars an hour i'd say at the low end of things and if you're working at a decent place which is a fucking good wage and a lot of that's cash so you don't even have to claim it so you know, I just, I just really hope people can start having more conversations and looking at it from a broader perspective, because if if people demand this shit, this is there, there won't be an industry anymore to work with or in. You know, exactly. I don't know what your thoughts are, are on that. Does that make I sense? I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't know why people just don't have more conversations with like this. Are listening to more podcasts that kind of touch <laughs> on this shit? Like I don't know. It's not rocket science. Everyone has the ability. Your to bosses are on a podcast. You should listen to it. Right? Like, I mean, everyone has, everyone, most people have common sense. Most people are reasonable. You know what I mean? I get it when people get emotional and their livelihoods on the line or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you remove that out of it. Take a breath. You know, you, two people who have different perspectives can come to an agreement, can come to an understanding, can figure it out. Right. As adults. But I don't know. But speaking of podcasts, like, I don't, like, like, I kind of low-key feel that people, you know, I know during the pandemic, people were kind of, you know, watching Netflix and the podcast because that was really the only form of entertainment when they were stuck inside, right? Right. Now that things are opening up, things are popping, I feel people may be like, you know, you know what? Fuck a podcast. I want to do shit. I want to see shit. I want to touch shit. I want to be out there in the ethos of and course. experience shit. You know what I Why mean? Why wouldn't they? I do exactly. Yeah. So, what do you think is gonna? What do you? What do you think the world of podcasts are gonna? Because there was such an influx of podcasts, including ours and millions of others, that kind of dropped during the pandemic. Do you like? How do you feel I the think, future of podcasts is gonna go? I think if you don't have something visual to go along with your podcasts, oh, well, here we go. It's going to. <laughs> it's gonna bite you in the end. But even that, like, I don't even know if that's enough. To, Should we it's not real. switch our podcasts to TikToks? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make small little clips. Listen, we're the, as no one can see, but our studio mm-hmm. is getting put together nicely. We have a nice couch. We have some artwork. Artwork. I've been I've been told we're going to be getting easy plug and play um, cameras. Mm-hmm. We tried an experiment two weeks ago. Apparently, it wasn't flattering enough, so we can't produce that. Yes. So for yeah, now, you just have to listen to us. But I don't even even visually. I think people are more about. Um, experiences like mm-hmm. wanting to interact with other people um wanting to touch other people wanting to you know leave their house and instead of watching shit they want to go out and experience shit should we start charging people tickets to come listen to us live so that would be an experience wouldn't that be yeah we have two chairs here so we have to charge everyone <laughs> like a thousand bucks a fucking show and we can make that happen. <laughs> hey, well, we'll make our podcast an NFT. <laughs> I don't think those are the same things, but um, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I just don't know. It'll be interesting to see this next year when things start to open up and get back to normal again, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, how you know things start to pan out. I have a really good idea for an app. 
And I think the next big app is going to be a video app that people can buy things live from. Like an auction? Kind of. Kind of. Yes, kind of. Where, like, you know, you make daily videos, and what you see in the person's videos is what you can buy. So you can tap uh-huh. on it and buy it. Because I feel... So, like, you see, like, like I'm wearing every, Zara pants. Like, yes. you're like, where are those from? Let me just tap those pants. Isn't that, isn't that a thing? I thought that you can, like, like go buy a woman or whoever. You can scan Take a it. picture of her and then say, like, oh, like, these shoes you where are it's from. Yeah. You yeah. But I feel like maybe that app... Kim Kardashian is behind that app, by the way. Of course she is. Um, maybe behind, behind the times a little bit. But I feel like the next thing... The next thing is... going to be like something like that. Like a... Like imagine you could just see it and you just like take it off their body, like exactly. <laughs> just, that's mine. Just take it off. But do you see? Speaking of Kim K, do you do you see her on SNL? I didn't watch it. I haven't watched. It's pretty it. good. I need to find it. I was I was surprising. Did you laugh? Yeah, she was. She actually did pretty she's good. She's hilarious. Well, I don't know about that, but she's, she is so funny. She's, she's, like she's pretty good. She's pretty good. Like it's on. She's it's the next on. What do you have, Shaw or Tellus? Uh, neither. I have neither. Oh, it's on demand. I don't have um cable. Cable. You can watch it here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you can watch it here. It's good. Um, but then um, the next week was Remy Malik, and that was funny too. SNL has kind of like you know they have little waves. Like sometimes their episodes are fucking trash. Yeah. But these last couple have been amazing. It was really good. Kim, I love I, I loved, like Mad TV, SNL. Yeah, those skit like shows are good. Like growing up, those were so funny. But I liked them more because they were inappropriate. Yeah. And I remember being like a kid in high school and not knowing really what porn was. Yeah. Or kind of like having an idea of what it was, but not knowing how to find it. Yeah. Those shows. And because they used to make um, skits about being gay, <laughs> I used to watch it more because I loved like watching like homoerotic shit on those type of shows. Yeah. Family Guy was the exact same thing. Like when Lewis would pretend to like undo her top or whatever. Lois, like, Lois, 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 Lois. That's why I would watch it because I just found it so exciting. Yeah, those are great shows. And I mean, but like what you like, it's just interesting that you said like you watch those shows because they were like inappropriate and yeah. they said inappropriate shit. But if people in real life do inappropriate shit, then they get can like they those shows can. aren't getting canceled because yeah. everyone understands it's satire. Mm-hmm. Everyone understands it's entertainment. Did you watch the new D- Dave Chappelle show? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna mention that. Like, I thought, I mean, I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I know that a lot of people, like uh, the entire trans community that works at Netflix wants to walk out and shit, apparently. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he's a comedian. Like if you don't like what he's, I, like his, the, the best thing I heard him say that entire show was like, you know, <laughs> he was talking to some lady and he, she was like t- telling him some shit about his, his act and this and that, how it's offensive. And she's like, he's like, you know what? Leave that shit in the comments because this is real life, lady. <laughs> like these kind of this conversation isn't for real life. This is like what I put on Instagram is for Instagram and you could leave comments there and do whatever. But if you want to interact like a real human being, then it's a conversation. It's not a fucking, uh, you attack me right. and, and no, no matter what I that. say, it's, it's, I'm going to be canceled or it is what it is. Like it's, this is fucking real life. Right. This is how people interact and should have dialogues. It shouldn't be comment. Ha ha. Gotcha. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the thing I took home from it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I love Dave Chappelle, though. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? I haven't watched it, but I want oh. to. But I've just seen everybody talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's Dave Chappelle. Like, everyone, he's like the goat of comedians right now. Um, he, there was a huge chunk of it spent on the LBGTQ community, for oh, sure. Oh, I can't wait. Um, 
you know, at the end, he kind of had more of a serious tone um, with someone he lost. I don't want to spoil it too much for anyone out there, but um, there was definitely jokes about the community for sure. But it was also Did more of a pocket. No, I don't think so. I think they're I, like I watch comedians, and I understand that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make people laugh. Right. Most comedians make light of serious shit. Right. I know comedians that have make fun like make fun of Harvey Weinstein. Make fun of like child porn. Make fun of like serious issues, and they're they're not like their job is to entertain. Like it's made. It's to find humor yeah, in, in life's yeah. shitty shit. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I took it. Um, he also has some very good points about like going back at the people that were coming at him, and kind of turning the mirror on them and being like, okay, look, maybe you should look at yourself before you're coming at me with these things, like. You know, there's plenty of other problems that, you know, it's like, it's not, <laughs> he's like, my problem has never been with trans people. My problem's been with white people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that kind of shit, you know, it's, you know, obviously he doesn't have a fucking issue with every single white person. Everyone, like, if you think that, you have a broader problem. Like, you know, it's just, he's a comedian. I think it's people just being too literal. Well, thinking, like, yeah, thinking like they're, he's speaking about them. Yeah. Literally. It's insane. But I mean, it was a great, uh, definitely worth watching for sure. Another documentary that is worth watching. Have you seen? It's called like Inside Pop or something. No. It's a fucking amazing. Whoa. It's basically my generation. And there's this, have you heard of a guy named Max Martin? No, I'm not. Let me tell you something. You tell know, me, tell me, sir. You know my music taste, right? It's yes. pretty weird. It's out there. It's out there. And I think. It's everywhere. I think I know why. Did you know this guy, Max Martin from Sweden? Okay. He's a producer. Here's a little list of songs that he's produced, and you'll know why. I think I, I think I know why I like all these different artists, because they all have a similar sound produced by the same motherfucker. Oh. Baby, one more time. I want it that way. Shake it off. Can't feel my face. It's going to be me. But the weekend? Yeah. It's going to be me. Send my love. So it's Adele. The um, weekend. The weekend. Spears. Taylor Swift. In sync. Um, Justin Boys. Timberlake, Ariana Grande, Backstreet Boys, Coldplay, Pink, what? Whoa, whoa. Bon Jovi, Maroon Five, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber. How do we not know this person? Watch the documentary; it'll blow your Holy fucking shit. mind. This guy named Max Martin and his partner—I forget his name—he passed away. Like it's all about you know, like, <laughs> like if you listen to that song, um, "I Want It That Way," like what? What does that even mean? Like I want it. What? What? I want it. What way? <laughs> what are you talking about? And it's all about like, like ABBA. Like uh, ABBA is a Swedish group, for example, and they're all about like, kind of like back in the day, they're all like love ballads, and they all have like, like the chords. Like I forget what it's called. When you watch it, you'll remember what I'm talking about. Like mm -hmm. chords, and like you know, like um, for example, like it's gonna be me has dun 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 dun, and and dun dun dun. Like is the beginning of like hit me one more time. Like you know, that's the very beginning where yeah, it's like yeah. bang bang bang. Let me figure if I can play it. Like, it's all about those, like, chords and those catchy-ass fucking... You hear that? Yeah. Dong, dong, dong. Like, that, like, that, like, dong, dong, dong. And then you listen, like, I think fucking... What's another one? Like, watching you describe this right now, it's just... It's hilarious. You hear that? Listen to this one. Put it near the mic. Hold on a sec. Hold on. Hear that? The beginning. Mm-hmm. 
like dun 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 dun. It's like an intro to the song. Yeah, and like it's so recognizable. And that's I forget what it's called. It's called something in Swedish. And I was watching it. I'm like, yo, holy shit, banger, 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 banger. <coughs> and I'm like, how the fuck? And like he found, like he produced all the Backstreet Boys original shit. He discovered essentially the secret code of of bangers of like <laughs> watch it. Wow. It'll it'll blow worth is. A lot Yeah it has to be And like the Swedish way Is not to brag and stuff So that's why I've never heard of him Cause like He's responsible for all these Fucking hits and That's insane And like he He discovered all these kids When they were Fucking nobodies kids, Yeah And so now I'm like I have a type of music And it's pretty it's clear These Swedish producers Are the shit <laughs> Like uh -huh. that ABBA It's funny seeing ABBA too Coming full circle Like that Gimme 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 I'm like I heard that song Is that song new? No No I meant like did they bring it back? Well, I think music currently? is like cyclical. Like, like everything gets repeated. Like is a lot of rappers use Michael Jackson riffs and yeah. Motown riffs and whatever. Um, I remember ABBA when I was younger than you, around your age maybe. That eighties night. Eighties huh? night. What's that? Like at the clubs, they played. Oh, okay. Like it was just like the late nineties, early two thousands. They'd have eighties night, and that's when you would hear shit like ABBA, like I love Dancing ABBA. Queen. Da, da, da. I'm like, I hate this. They shit. They used to play that when I used to go to Top House. But it's so catchy. So good. And it's funny now that seeing everyone your age mm -hmm. listen to it now, it makes me feel super old because now I'm realizing, oh, enough time has passed where I listened to it when you was your age. Fast forward 20 years, it's coming back. Yeah. But that's what I, we've had this conversation before about um, music and how Cyclical. that generation, like, you know, music in the 60s, 70s is kind of like the golden era of fucking music. Absolutely. And I feel like it's going to keep coming back and forth. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have to, like, those kids... Our nine I think kids. it's also part of our generation, my generation specifically, listening to music that you guys are listening to. Yeah. And for example, I listened to ABBA when I was younger because my mom exactly my mom loved it, and so now I fucking love it. Yep. And I think it's just almost, it's almost like every generation listens to what their parents listen to for sure, and then we create new shit on it, and then we bring it back. One hundred percent. And like, then my kids are probably going to listen to. Well, probably not <clears> actually. Well, like I, Travis Scott, I'm sure his kids or his parents listen to Michael Jackson or and fucking you know, fucking whoever else from Motown, yeah. and that's what he grew up with, and that was influenced him My big kids time. My kids are listening to Ariana Grande, exactly. and they're gonna bring back her shit. Like, yeah, but God is a woman. Yeah, maybe we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in fact, it is crazy. Like I love, I love seeing all this shit. Like Stevie Wonder, Prince, you know, the Beatles, the Beatles, like Elvis. all that shit. Like the Beatles, like their their shit is. So good if you listen to the words and the music and the way they they just change the whole thing. Though. Never got into it. Like all you need is love is such a good song, and you know For all sure. you need is love. Do 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 do. No. No. What about um? What about yesterday? All my problems seem so far away. No. No. Do you know the song? No. Well, maybe listen. No. When you leave here, no. when you leave, go to Apple or Spotify or whatever you listen to music. Mm -hmm. Um, get the Beatles essential playlist or whatever it is yep. and listen to uh, like three songs. Just commit Fine. to three songs. Fine. Fine. And I think you'll like at least like. You know me and you know, you, I think I would like it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we've been boating and like you're like a lot of, you know, you kind of like roll your eyes, but then, you know, you, you have a couple drinks and then it's you know, a lot <laughs> of. Always, I like, I'm a, I like old shit. Yeah. Sing along like, songs. You know, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I mean, music is really an interesting um, tool. Like music is the only thing that I personally know that can change people's mood instantly. Like instantly. 
you hear a fucking banger or you hear a fucking happy song or a song that has a memory too or say you're married and your wedding song or whatever it speaks to your heart yeah and it, it transcends um time. cultures it transcends time it transcends everything like people you know all over the world know abba you know? yeah people all over the world know michael jackson i watched all the documentaries came out. <laughs> i loved abba i was obsessed Dude, this what okay it's called inside pop or something and the swedish one is called i think it's called swedish pop or something and they talk about abba obviously because wow. there's abba and then there's another group a rock group that was in the 80s. I forget the fucking song, but it's really interesting how like a lot of these like popular songs in pop, especially came um, from Sweden. Right. And it's like all that. And they're all dun, formulated dun, 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 themselves. Dun. Huh? They're all formulated um, similarly. Yeah. They all have that same riff or whatever it's called. I forget. But it's, um, it's really interesting. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like sitting there like, Oh my God, I love all these fucking songs. How is this possible? <laughs> like One guy made all these fucking songs. More. It makes sense though. Like the same guy created the sound that's just fucking It's weird that music we never like ears. noticed that beforehand. You're like, nobody listens to these songs being like, hmm, I wonder if it's all made by the same guy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really notice that. I mean, it's tough. Like it's, why would I? Yeah, true. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was definitely something to watch. Watch that fucking Dave Chappelle one. Um, I don't know what else is good out there. Like that whole there's like a series that music one. There's one about boys to men, how they were the first kind of like. This boy is what you band. do. You get high and you watch these music documentaries. Well, when I was in like Maldives, like that. Like oh my gosh, you didn't go swimming or go outside. Yeah, you, in, you sat at and watched documentaries. Okay, listen, I watch one doc and smoke a joint at night. Like, what's the big deal? Okay, so I heard weed is super. Oh, bro! Oh my god! Some guy got. I don't know. Someone you someone sent me some link about some British guy who got twenty five years for some CBD oil. What? <laughs> yeah. And how did you find weed? Listen, I I, I cannot incriminate myself on. Uh, Okay, on, uh, okay, on sure, a, we'll talk off air. It was up your ass. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, uh, magically in my bed. Yeah, it just like it was just there. Room service. I don't know. Great service. Yeah, it was good. We'll do everything you ask. Regardless, watch those dogs. It's a fucking good time. Alrighty, I guess yeah. that's my plan for the week. Yeah, get it. It's supposed to be like uh, I heard the weather was god awful the last few days. Yeah, it was. Last weekend was shit. Yeah, but apparently it's. Supposed as soon as you got back, actually, you got sunny. Yeah, well, that's what I do, bro. You brought back the sun. I bring back good times, baby. Oh, sunshine! I try. What's that I song? Try. Sunshine. Sunshine and lollipops and do 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 do. Probably be my sunshine. It's probably the Beatles, to be honest. Probably. John Lennon, legend. Maybe John Lennon. That's your homework. Perfect. All right. Uh, I'll be sure to subscribe to your playlist. Please do. All right, guys. <laughs> you've joined us for a brand new episode of PNC. You can find us at PNC underscore podcast. You can follow us at our personals at Noam Prasad and Akio Kaya. Don't forget to thumb us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode. And we'll see you next week. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Pulling out the coupe at the lot. Tony for a 12-fuck swap. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick.